0: Hi, listeners. Welcome to episode 31 of Define Normal. On this episode, I want to give you a continuation of my work update. I know a couple episodes ago, I mentioned that I was leaving Facebook after almost four years at the company, and I left you on a bit of a cliffhanger as to what I'm doing next. So I want to finally share that with you and also talk a little bit about COVID, because I know the last episode, my sister and I spoke about our COVID breakthrough cases, we are both recovered our symptoms are a lot less and i mean my symptoms lasted about 3 days which was wonderful so happy to be bouncing back but also just a reminder that the delta variant is truly out there i have been living in chicago for most of the summer as i've shared and on friday they go back into having an indoor mask mandate which at this point is a good decision but just a reminder to stay diligent i know we all want to have fun i certainly want to have fun and go out with my friends but just a reminder that, I mean, we, COVID is still very much among us. So with that said, let's get into the moment that you've all been waiting for. At this point, some people already know, but I am, okay, now to get into the actual news. I am going to Clubhouse. I'm joining as a media partnerships manager and I'm excited. It's funny because when I left Facebook, there are a lot of people talking about how I manifested this for myself. On the one hand, I'm someone, I guess, who believes in manifestation, but I wouldn't say that I just practice it. I'm just a really big believer in speaking on the things that you want. So if there's something you're interested in or a path that you want to follow, I pretty much tell anyone who will listen. Like just off the top of my head, I've always said, like, I want to write a book. I wanted to start a podcast. I did that. So there's just things that I've had in my head that I've wanted to do. And I started to stop being so insular about it and tell people even if I didn't have a fully fleshed out idea just tell people like yeah one day I want to write a book and one day I want to start a podcast I just wanted ways to share my voice outside of conversations with people so yes the power of manifestation in some ways is exactly how this all came to be I would say the first thing I'm just excited I'm excited to do something new I loved my time at Facebook. I mean, I've spoken on it before and a little bit in the last episode. It was pretty life-changing and a crash course in big tech. So I couldn't have asked for more in that regard. But as I looked into my next opportunity, I really wanted to do something where I could have my hands in it, like genuinely have a say, not feel like I was just part of a crowd of people talking. I really wanted to get involved. So A startup seemed like a natural progression, but I also just want to talk about how much I love Clubhouse. So I don't know how many of you are actually on the app, and if you're not, download it, but Clubhouse for me was so fun and is so fun. I got on Clubhouse because my friend Pollyanna sent me an invite, and this is when it was invite only. So it's funny, I remember exactly where I was. I was at the meatball shop in Williamsburg with a few of my friends. And we were sitting and having dinner. And Pollyanna was like, I got an invite. Like She was talking to me. We were, we were catching up on the phone. And she was talking to me about Clubhouse a few days prior. And she was like, hey, like, if I get an invite, I'll shoot one your way. And I was like, awesome. So of course, she comes through like she always does. And she sent me an invite. And I just like, couldn't wait to dive into it. I'll back up a little bit. I'm a social media nerd. I Like, love all things social media. In high school, I was voted most likely to be on Facebook. I was big into the Zanga era. When it comes to MySpace, um, my friend Brittany and I, it's funny because Brittany and I both have careers in social media in some capacity. She owns her own company where she helps. Uh, with photography, she does photography for brands, and then also does presets for different bloggers. But anyway, Brittany was my partner in crime, and we like were on MySpace heavy. People would give me their passwords for their MySpaces, so I could like code their um, their layouts. And it wasn't like basic coding; like I didn't have that like sparkly terrible graphics that you think of. Like Brittany and I had an aesthetic. Like I could hide your song. I could make your layout basically a box. I could do any background you wanted. I used to download songs from Limewire and then make my own music pages and up uh, and upload them. Because if you think back, say like Justin Bieber, because he's one of the examples. Say Justin Bieber had a new single we really loved, but he hasn't put it on MySpace yet. Like it's not on MySpace, but we've heard the song, we want it. We would download it from LimeWire, upload it ourselves, and then we wouldn't tell people the music page because people would be like, oh my God, I love that song. How do you have it? And I mean, we just had our own mystical ways. So anyway, I have been a social media nerd pretty much my whole life. So when any whenever a new uh, social media product comes out, I'm fascinated. I mean, even with Facebook, I remember I have two uncles who are both 10 and 8 years older than me. I mean, I grew up with them doing like everything before me, obviously. And so they had Facebook where you could only have an EDU address. And they were in college. So I didn't have Facebook, but I knew they did. And I heard them talk about it. And when Facebook opened up in about 2007 to anyone with an email address that was like over a certain age, maybe you had to be like 15 or something, I don't remember. But that's when I got a Facebook and I, w- I really wish I would have left some of those statuses in the draft because now I get those Facebook memories of like the terrible things I was saying like, oh my God, going out with my girls tonight, text it, like it's embarrassing but alas, Facebook and like 2006, 2007 and then Instagram and college, I think it was 2011 or 2012 that I first got an Instagram. So anyway, whenever a new piece of social media content comes out or a new product comes out, I'm so excited. So when Pollyanna gave me my invite, like I said, I was at dinner. I came home and I downloaded it immediately and just got lost in a bunch of conversations. And what I really, really love about Clubhouse at its core is it just brings people together to have authentic conversations in a way that other apps aren't because you you're using you're like you're using your voice and so it's kind of like your personality, right? You know, when you meet someone you've been talking to online, like via email, like I, this is per, work is a perfect example as we're all virtual right now, or most of us are virtual. So say you get a new coworker and you guys have been emailing and you like haven't spoken to them. And then you get on a zoom with them and you're like, Oh wow. Like I didn't know your, that was your voice. Like, and a voice is like such a, an identifiable characteristic of someone. And so I really love that aspect of just hearing people's voices. I also love that unlike Zoom and all the other video chats we spend all of our time on, you don't have to be cute. Like if a person randomly facetimes me and I'm like not looking cute, I really have to think about it. I'm like, do I am I going to answer that? But I'd be on Clubhouse looking crazy. I would, I would just like talk to people, meet people, and it was just it was exciting. And so I really was that person who was obsessed with clubhouse. Like my friends would ask me, well, what rooms are you listening to? Or what are you listening to? Or I would be telling them, oh, I was listening to this room on clubhouse. And it also connected me with so many people who I haven't spoken to in years, because especially during lockdown, we were just all on it, like nerding out. Like there are fun rooms like Black Jeopardy every week. And it was just hilarious to hear those questions and see people like go head to head. There are rooms about music and R&B and like, baby face would would pop into rooms. And like, it just, it was really cool to see the amount of people who came into these rooms, both people who work in the industry, people who are just fans of the industry and just thought leaders in these industries. And we all just came and chatted. It wasn't like, oh my God, a celebrity's here. I can't say anything. It's like people were coming up to these thought leaders, coming up on the stage and saying like, oh my God, I'm such a fan of yours. And, And they're telling stories you haven't really heard other places. And I don't know. I was just fascinated by the app. I was texting my uh, first manager at Complex about a few rooms. Like he got on Clubhouse too, and we were just like, "Oh my god! Like, are you in this room? Are you hearing this?" And we would just be texting back and forth. So it it connected me to a lot of people who I haven't been speaking to super consistently. It also just like gave me a place to nerd out because honestly, like I. (laughs) I love social media, like that's not a secret, and I kind of like nerd out on like how to connect with people and the conversations that are going to be had and that kind of stuff. So, it also helped me build my podcast. I knew I wanted to start a podcast. I knew nothing about podcasting. I didn't have a mic, I didn't know how to edit, and I've gotten better, but I have to owe a lot of that to Clubhouse or I have to give a lot of that to Clubhouse. So, when I first got on the app, of course, I was just in rooms listening. I love I love music rooms. I love music. I love to hear people's commentary. I love to hear like the stories behind the music and things like that. Usher did a room and he was talking about his residency and it was just like cool to hear him talk about like playing in Vegas and interact with fans. Like there's just a humility to how we were all speaking to each other. But anyway, with podcasting, there is a creator and her name is Esprit and she hosted these podcast rooms on clubhouse where she would essentially just say to people like this is how you start a a podcast these are the things you need you're overcomplicating it because i'm of course being annoying and like i need this mic i need this programming i need this editing software like i'm just like doing too much like i'm over here ready to spend like x amount of money to send this to the moon for my like hobby of a podcast at the time and so she centered me a lot because I wasn't even talking in her rooms. I was shy. I'm like, I don't know anything about podcasting. I'm just here to listen. And so I would listen to her rooms and she would just lay it out for people. Like you could podcast using your voice notes. You could podcast using like those little um, small lavalier mics or those small handheld mics you see people using on TikTok. Like you don't need a crazy starter kit to podcast. You need just to talk and, and call it a day. And, and she'd also just had this warmness to her that like no question was a stupid question. So I started going to her rooms, but she's also not the only one who does podcast rooms. There are a lot of people on the app who host different rooms and there's a bit of a community surrounding podcasting on the app. So I started talking to some of those people. I would like speak up in the rooms, people would start following me, adding each other on Instagram, having side conversations. And Espree is just again amazing. I can't say enough. She had like these pro bono calls she would do with people for like 15 minutes about podcasting. So I got on her calendar one day and I was like, hey, I just want to talk to you about my podcast. And I remember I was at my friend Kevin's house. so I'm like sneaking away to talk to her for 15 minutes. And I'm saying to her, hey, I I bought a mic. I think I'm going to use Audacity. Here's my idea. And she's like, okay, why haven't you started it? Like you're basically telling me in this podcast, like you have a mic, you have an idea, you have a computer, like what what's the problem? And I'm like, I don't know. I just don't know if I'm doing it right. What about intro music? And she's like, stop psyching yourself out. Basically, just you have given me a solid idea, go record stuff and see where it lands. And then she just gave me some advice, like keeping it consistent. And even if you don't have a guest or you don't feel like you have time to podcast, like put something else, put something out to keep your audience engaged and she just was really helpful in that 15 minutes and in the prior rooms on Clubhouse, and I don't know if I would have had the push to start the podcast without Clubhouse, to be honest, because it made me confident in my voice. It made me confident that I could host a podcast, and it just made me excited to hear from other people who were doing it, and I just had all these cool one-off meetings with people who are you know, way deeper in the podcast game than I am, and like I said, I wouldn't have found them if it wasn't for Clubhouse, so... I don't know. I mean, I just loved, loved, loved the app and still love the app. It's just amazing to see the kind of conversations that are being had. And it's just fun that it's like paired with Twitter because I'm also like a big Twitter girl. I know a lot of my friends are not tweeting in 2021, but you should be because the memes that you send me and the videos that you send me were already on Twitter. So like your meme cycle is like a week behind if you don't tweet. Um, Anyway, I love Twitter. And so it's fun because clubhouse often like you go something happens on Twitter and you'll see like a clubhouse room where you can discuss it live and I think that's so fun and just like the cultural moments that are happening so that's a little bit of a background of how I fell in love with clubhouse and and just in a moment where I felt like so many people were getting swept up in it and we were just having so much fun but also at the same time it's an interesting one because Facebook is something that like everyone uses right it's like people love to complain about it but like from my grandparents to my parents to like even my friends were like i hate facebook but like buy things off facebook marketplace and like you know whatever or use instagram or use whatsapp like these are products that everybody's using so it's interesting to move from that to something where it's like the people who love it really love it and we're trying to get other people to love it so i was really just excited for the challenge to to step behind that and then it's also like no secret if you know anything about my career and for those who don't, it's no secret that I worked in media before I came to tech and I really missed working in in media partnerships. So when I worked at Refinery and I worked at Condé and Complex, like there was just this element of working at a media company and finding people to partner with, whether it was in a sales capacity or an organic capacity. And my roles at Facebook never touched that. And so that's something I genuinely missed. So my new role on the media partnerships team at Clubhouse kind of combines my love for new social media products and for Clubhouse itself and the community that's being built there, and also gives me an opportunity to get back into working with media partners. So in the role, I work across different verticals. I'm just excited to learn. I have some experience in the realm, but also it's an evolving platform, so I'm excited to just dive in and and learn all the challenges and work with the community and the creators that are already on the platform and bring some new people onto it. I think what also really excites me is being someone who has spent most of their adult life living in New York City, it's very liberal, it's very open, it's very diverse, and those are basically all the reasons I live there, but I'm also from Dayton, Ohio, and I've spoken about this on the podcast. In fact, it's a bit of a theme that I'm from a place that's pretty conservative, so although I don't want the views to be about being liberal versus conservative, I really do think that There's an opportunity on a platform like Clubhouse for people to hear just like how different people are living. It doesn't even have to be about politics because I think we've had a ton of polarizing conversations surrounding that. But for me, I'm thinking more like when I talk about my life in New York, in Ohio, people are like, oh, my God, like they can't imagine. And when I tell my friends in New York about, you know, how my friends spend their time and like what life is like in Dayton, they can't imagine. But there actually are things like we all have in common or... You know, there are things that we don't have in common, but there are things we do have in common. And so I think Clubhouse could be interesting even just for your everyday person to find people who have different lives and just, it's good for exposure. I mean, I live in, I mean, right now I've been living all over, but typically I live in New York and it can be a liberal echo chamber. Like those are my views, but I'll come home and be like, I can't believe people don't think what I'm thinking. And then I get exposed to why they think how they think. And does it always sit well with my spirit? No, but I think the exposure is important even when it's not about politics. Like I would love to have people talking about being married in their 20s and what that's like or like, you know, living in your hometown for most of your life. Like, why are you doing that? What's the progression? Are there experiences you hope to get in a way that's not patronizing? I just think that there's so much we could learn from each other and our experiences without calling out all the differences. So, I think, you know, although my job is to work with media partners, I'm excited for what Clubhouse could do for like your average everyday person as far as exposure and reference points and just, you know, what we know about life. Like, we could expose people to other things. So, that's what I'm doing in my new role. When I left Facebook, it's kind of weird to leave a job in the virtual world. I didn't think that it would be super emotional. And um, my team, my manager, did a surprise going away for me. So naturally, I cried. I'm not a big crier. So if you've seen me cry, know that I was really moved by what happened. <laughs> but it's the end of an era. And I'm although I'm sad to leave the people, like I'm really excited for the new people I'm working with and honestly, new challenges. So I know that there are a lot of people interviewing for jobs and thinking about moving and just exploring what opportunities are out there. And I say explore. I wasn't looking super hard when this opportunity came up but I was really really excited to be considered and even thought of so just keep your eyes and ears open for what's out there and I can't wait to take you all on the journey of clubhouse with me please if you haven't seriously download the app because not only Am I telling you that because I work there now, but because I really do love it. And if you haven't gotten that from this podcast, like it's actually given me a lot for an app I haven't even had for a full calendar year. So join the community, listen to a room and look out for more Clubhouse content. And I can't wait to keep sharing with you all. Thank you for listening to another episode of Define Normal. If you like the episode or have any feedback for me, please leave a review on the Apple podcast app. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram at Define Normal. See you next week.